So this is going to be another chatty, uh, I keep saying vlog, but it's not a vlog. It's a episode. <laughs> and yeah, we hope you guys like the chatty ones. I kind of like the chatty ones. What's been up with you? How's your week? How are you doing right now? Mental health check in really quick. Mental health check? Um, Last week was a little better for me. I was like in a good mood and stuff, but this week I've been kind of bad again <laughs> like I've just mm-hmm. been really stressed really easily and I've getting I've been getting really moody I don't know why I don't know so at first like I had mentioned when I was leaving the house every time I would leave the house I would get really stressed um but now I've been leaving the house a lot because I'll be driving someone around or I have to go I've been going to like doctor's appointments now that we basically have to live like this <laughs> like with a mask and protection and everything yeah. but you know like I have to make sure I go to all these doctor's appointments and have to check up on uh like I just went to a gynecologist I just went to a new gynecologist um which was strange I got my first pap smear <laughs> which was really weird <laughs> but uh I don't know I think it's really important for me like to have doctors that actually listen to you and that you feel like they're not just trying to push the first Thing that comes to mind like the first medicine that comes to mind for them so I had left my other gynecologist because of that because she had pushed the period um not the period <laughs> she had pushed <laughs> the pill on me mm-hmm. <laughs> she had pushed the pill on me she never explained it to me she just basically said here's the pill and since oh my god I remember like since day one she was like that and I didn't like that yeah so after trying the pill and then I learned more about the pill and um wait I kind of want to I'm gonna let you finish but I want to I want to say something on that too because I had a very similar experience. But mm-hmm. I'll let you finish. Yeah, she. Well, the first time I went, the first question was like, "Are you on the pill?" and and maybe you should consider it. That was like the first meeting. Like my nana said, I had never been to a gynecologist, but she was like, "Yeah," because uh, my na- my nana had the same one. And she was like, "Yeah, this lady never even checks down there," which I didn't know like that it's supposed to be like a normal thing. Yeah, she would never check anything. I had been to her a couple times. She had never checked anything down there. This one was like the first time I went and she did check. <laughs> so like, I don't know. It's it's a different experience. It was a little strange, but but like as so far, I've only met her once. I have to I have another appointment on Monday to do an ultrasound and to like check up on all the exams she did this time around. I felt like this one, like, I sat down with her and she said, okay, talk to me. And I talked to her about everything. I told her about the other one, how she pushed the pill on me. And she said, well, that's, that's the, the pill is like the way to treat the PCOS if you do have it, because it does stop the ovaries from producing. So you can't produce cysts. So, but she did kind of give me a little explanation of like what I had kind of said, where she said, yeah, the pill stops your period from happening, which the other one never did. I never got an explanation. I was just given a pill and I like that she, so it sounds to me like she knows what she's doing, but uh, she was saying that she doesn't know if there's another way, but I've read, uh, my plan is to bring up, I have a couple things I've read up on, like uh, there was like another pill that they think a more natural one. I, I want to see if there's a natural way to deal with what I have. I don't want to be in the hospital every every year, every two years, but I also don't want to kind of imprison my body to this pill that is gonna maybe bring horrible side effects. And I used to hate listening like about people when they'd be like, oh, this is bad for you, this is bad for you. But like when I actually educated myself on the pill, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not a science person. I, I don't generally go out researching things, but like the little that I do understand scientifically, I understand how bad the consequences can be. And and I think, and I think, I mean, I think any doctor should always try to give you 
a natural solution before they give you any type of pill. I think I don't care what kind of doctor you are. That should always be the first way to go. And uh, especially if you're asking for it, if you're telling them you don't want to do the pill. And and I think that if this is the only solution for PCOS and the fact that a lot of people have PCOS, because um, within like my close circle of people that I know, I know at least four people with PCOS. And that's a lot because I don't have that many people in the circle. I have a very similar experience. And I don't I don't understand, like, I actually talked to my therapist about this because I had, like, an actual, like, break, mental breakdown last week about mm-hmm. just everything because I felt the same way. I felt this, I'm, this is the second gynecologist I've tried. And the first one, I felt rushed. Mm-hmm. I felt like I went into the doctor's office and she, like, just came and said, okay, what's wrong? And then I, I told her and she's like, oh, that's PCOS. Here, take this. And then I left and I was like, well, what? Like, you didn't explain yeah. to me what PCOS was. You didn't explain to me that it's a common thing. You just told me I had it Ugh, and that's scary. I hate and then that. you just give me a pill and I don't know anything about pills. And that it, in itself is in a different uh, conversation about like um, anti, yeah. not anti, what is it? Um, I was going to say it in Spanish, but <laughs> birth control education. Yeah. But yeah, so then the second one that I went to, I felt the same way. I feel like she did listen a little, but not really. Like, she was just like, mm-hmm, yeah, that's very common, very, and it's like, I don't need you to tell me that it's very common. I need to t- you to tell me what it is, because I have no idea what it is. You just told me I have it, and you just tell me it's common, but you don't tell me what symptoms are of it, because... I'm over here having the worst abdominal pain thinking I'm like dying and I go to the hospital and they look at me like I'm crazy because it's just related to PCOS and then no one ever told me that that was part of it kind of thing and she so then I've also been on two birth controls and I hated it yeah I tried two different ones and I I that's what I, I don't know how to explain it but even Apart from the fact that it basically made my anxiety worse and yeah it took a while for my body to like get used to it which is already horrible because like anxiety already rule was ruling my life at that point. But I told I like it's hard to explain, but I was like something just felt wrong in my body when I was drinking the pill. Like it felt like something wasn't working. And I'm I I'm very intuitive to my body and I've learned to be that way. And I was like, I don't know how to explain it, but it fe- feels wrong. <laughs> yeah, I so the second one that I they put me on, it I started it because I was just in a lot of pain and I was like, you know what, maybe it's like what you said, like they keep telling you that the pill is the only solution. And you and you want to give up because you're like, I don't want to yeah. have this pain. I mean, I've fainted. I've, I've had two cyst births. I've been to the hospital. Like, it's not something I want, but I also don't want to put a Band-Aid on it. You know, it's like it's like if if you're like, oh, my God, I'm having heart problems. And they're like, here, have this pill. So your heart stops working like that's not solving it. <laughs> it's like if, if you say um, my leg hurts and they cut it off like. It's just, <laughs> it's like a simple solution. And I, and I think it's a problem that they're, they're not trying to find a different way. And I think a lot of gynecologists are just, they're trained to do it that way. And they just, when you go to them telling them you don't want that solution, they don't have another one because. Yeah, because the pill is so common. Like, it's just like, here, take a pill, take a pill. And then you they switch you in and out. And so the second one that I started, it was horrible. I got so depressed. Like, so, Mm -hmm. so, like, I've never, like, I'm, I've had depression, but it's never been to the point where 
I've noticed it and the people around me have noticed it and it's affected my everyday. Like, you know, there's days where when I have anxiety that I would be depressed and stuff like that comes with anxiety. But like, I've never actually been like not leaving my bed and being sad and like crying all day. Like, and I was on it for one week and I stopped because my mom was like, no, 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 no. This is not you. I, I, the first one I tried, I had that. Oh, I didn't fully get depressed because I noticed within like less than a week of taking it. But I was like, I was crying all day. All day I was crying. And I was like, I don't want anything. And I told the lady and I was like, listen, I know I have anxiety, but this is different. Yeah. <laughs> so they took me off immediately. Um. So luckily I never got that bad. But but like we, we know about anxiety. So we know like the difference. So we're more intuitive. But some people yeah. don't know. Yeah. They're not intuitive. They don't understand like, oh, this could be the pill because that's the thing. When I was given the pill, I was told that basically all the side effects are, like, a myth and that, like, w- nobody gets them anymore. You don't – they were like, oh, yeah, no, you don't gain weight anymore. That's, that's like, a myth. Nobody nobody gains weight. And the lady was like, oh, don't read the side effects. Then you're going to ma- – you're going to get them because you read them. I'm like, what? Are you supposed what? to tell me to read the side <laughs> effects? Isn't that – like, I understand yeah. the whole, like, oh, like, self-induced, like, headache or something like that where, like, you you keep thinking you have something so you have it. But you can't give me a box, say, take this every day for maybe the rest of your life and don't read anything about it. And also, I haven't – I don't know, but this is the only solution. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> and we trust them because they're they're doctors, so they should know better. But but they should also be open. I think the, the key is to find someone who you feel like at least is going to listen to – what you have to say. So I, that's why this lady seems like she might listen. So I might come with like some alternatives. Like if she doesn't have the solution, maybe I can ask her about some alternatives I've heard of, um, which I have to find. <laughs> but like do my own research basically, which sucks. Yeah. Doesn't that sucks as like women with our health, we're already, we deal with a lot and like the whole fertility and like PCOS and everything. It's so complicated and it's hard to find someone that truly understands and doesn't just keep shoving things like, oh, this is normal. This is normal. This is normal. And like, that's the thing that bugged me so much that I kept getting told that I, that it was normal. And then I was like, yeah, I know. You don't need to tell me that mm-hmm. all these women have it. I've met women that have had it. I'm telling you to t- educate yeah. me more on it so I don't Google it. Because then if I Google it, you go, you don't know, I don't know about it. Yeah. You don't you don't know what's true. And then also, I don't know if this happens to you, but when you Google medical stuff, the C word always pops up. And then for me, I get like really anxious because then I start reading like all of this, all of these things. And like, I remember when I, when I was the week that I was telling you that I was not feeling well and the week that I went to the hospital for like abdominal pain and I was just like, and it's just, I could not move because of how painful it was it felt like someone was punching me and I was like googling symptoms because I was like what is this like what's happening Mm -hmm. and of course the big you know c came up and it was like ovarian cancer or yeah I believe that's what it's called and I was like I was convinced I had it I was like I have it oh my god that's the c I thought you were talking about like chlamydia I I was like what's the c word (laughs) I have no I don't um Oh my god, I was like, what's the C word? <laughs> but yeah, and then I was like, no, I need to like actually see a doctor, but then like the doctors never explain to you or like I don't know. It's 
it's so frustrating because like I'm 25 and I've never had to worry about what doctor because like when you're little your parents take you to a pediatrician and that's it you get a lollipop at the end or a sticker and you go about your day and like now that you have to care for your body it's hard to find someone that you trust because like I agree with you I think as women we know our bodies more than anyone with a degree not to say that someone with a degree doesn't know what they're talking about but if I know something's wrong with my body and someone keeps telling me it's not always go get a second opinion because you never know but the problem is that with that there's even second opinions that are not like they're not listening there's um there's a lady I follow on Instagram and so I don't know if you know about this, but there's something called um, post birth control syndrome. And so she's the one that basically has like normalized a lot of this in the conversation. And she's one of the people that is like really well known because she's always against the pill. And so she had so basically she took the pill for a long time. And after she stopped taking it, uh, she would go to all these doctors and she would talk about how she was feeling this. She was like, oh, I'm feeling this and I have this a weird pain or all her acne cystic acne would get worse and stuff like that and the doctors were like yeah we don't know they, they, they were they would tell her that they didn't know where it was and and so she basically realized that it was a post-birth control so when you've taken birth control sometimes after you take birth control your symptoms can get worse and there's all these side effects to taking the pill which is what scared me the most um and she talks about all that she's trying to normalize that conversation and she has uh she's a a gynecologist, I believe, mm-hmm. now. And she has a book out there and she talks about it a lot. I think it's so important of what you said about like normalizing this because it's so, we go back to the same thing. Doctors say it's so common, but I don't think I have anyone that I can, I, you and I have had conversations about this in private of like our bodies and things we feel. But it, like, I don't think I've ever, outside of like close friends, I don't think I've heard that conversation happen. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important because I don't know about you, but I always feel almost like I'm not educated enough on women's health in general. Definitely not mental health. Like I know stuff, but I don't know enough. And I'm always constantly learning, especially now with PCOS, like constantly learning about it and symptoms and that all the stomach issues that I have somehow relate to that too. And the the weight gain and the hair loss that I've been experiencing, like all of that. And like all of that is hard to talk about because as women, we're kind of always put on this pedestal of like, you need to have beautiful hair, beautiful skin. You need to be skinny. You need to have, you need to be perfect. You need like all of these things that when you aren't do that or you aren't, or that's not happening. Or you're not, you're not trying to be that. Like, it's like, it, not only if you're not that, but if you're not at the moment, like if you aren't that and you're not currently trying to get to it, then there's something wrong with you or... And then it's almost like you don't want to talk about it. It's almost like like you shouldn't talk about it, but we should talk about it because it's like you said, it needs to become a normal conversation and it needs to become... I'll put it to you this way. The other day I had a conversation with my mom and my and two of my aunts and it was just us and they were talking about how they were having the conversation with their kid with their daughters about birth control but they were like kind of scared of talking about it because it was like not a conversation they had with their parents it's like the whole education thing and my mom and I was in 
like in the room when the conversation was happening, she looks at me and she goes, how do you know about it? Like, how did you learn? Because I never really talked to you about it. And I was like, I literally Googled everything. But even then, I'm still not educated on it. Like, I'm 25 and I just now know about it. <laughs> no, but nobody, a lot of... Okay, a lot of us as women are not educated about our bodies. And I, that's um, the book that I think I've mentioned in another podcast episode, Fix Your Period by Nicole Jardim. She talks about this and she talks about how, how that's a problem that we don't, that we basically that periods are seen as like this mm-hmm. like thing that we can't talk about. Like, I don't know in your, in like how it is in your household and stuff, but it's like, I'm comfortable and I can tell my dad like, you know what I need I need you to buy me pads but there's some people that are like wait you tell your husband or your dad or your boyfriend that you have your period or that you need them to buy a pad it's like yeah why do we have to hide that it's it's like if he doesn't it's just like the thing about like how we can't tell people we like fart and poop it's like I'm sorry but this is how the how our bodies work (laughs) like it's like like it's like if I tell you that like you can't tell anybody that you shower every day (laughs) do you shower every day ridiculous and um yeah, and I and I do, and I shower naked. <gasps> naked? Oh Just my so gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, the lady, the doctor was talking about that uh, is like the one that is really trying hard to fight this is Dr. Jolene Brighton. She's the one that like I heard a couple of podcast interviews by her and she's really good at it. So if you guys want to look her up on Instagram, Dr. Jolene Brighton or like basically look her up like in any podcast you can look up the name and see like any interview and she's really informative and even if you don't understand everything she's saying like I doesn't I'm not telling anybody to stop taking the pill I'm just telling you to know what you're taking because that yeah, yeah no yeah we're not doctors, but I just so thought how it was ridiculous that, when I started how, learning about it how like yeah and, and she talks about how and I think it's her in medical school they spend so little time talking about the pill and what it does really that it's not a big focus so that's a big reason why a lot of doctors don't really have that much knowledge about it it's because they don't really make it a priority so it's kind of like they they have all these things to go through as a doctor so they just kind of have one chapter on that but it's so important I don't know it's, it's very important and doesn't matter you should always educate yourself on any subject that especially when it has to do with your body I don't know about you but I've been noticing like now that I have to work and I have to miss work to go to doctor appointments Girl, I have to see so many doctors. <laughs> I liked it when I was little and I had one doctor and I would just be like, this hurts, this hurts, and I have one doctor. But now it's like I have to go see my primary doctor and then my primary doctor sends me to the gynecologist and then to maybe to the endocrinologist and then or if it has nothing to do with that, and then you have to go to the psychiatrist and the psychologist. And and I'm like, oh my God, I can't keep missing work. And I can't keep, keep telling my supervisor that I have to miss work because I have a doctor's appointment. He's going to think yes. something's really wrong with me. But they're all doctor's appointments. I have like, six doctors how ridiculous is that yeah i noticed that too because i had to um last week i had to go to the primary and then i had to go to darn it what's that doctor called the gi the stomach doctor the gastro gastro uh, that one <laughs> <laughs> gastroenterologist that one <laughs> and and also the gynecologist so it's definitely but i'm searching for a new gastro and a new gyno because uh gastro i wanted second opinion um because i'm having a lot of the similar symptoms for stomach lately with food so i like want to go see someone just get a second opinion and then gyno i just need to find anyone because like i just i don't want to take the pill either and i i found this one because i asked my 
my doctor about her. I was like, listen, the the other one, I didn't like her because of this. So if you know anybody that seems, and she was like, oh, I know this one lady who might be more open to this. And she get she, I don't know how, if you're a doctor, like you can ask her something like that. Uh, it's not really something that you could just Google. I feel like you can't be like gynecologist that will not make me take the pill. <laughs> like, it's not really something that will come up. Um, yeah, I was going to, kind of figure out like I was going to ask my primary and just kind of see what's just kind of do some more research which sucks because I just remembered now I also have to make an appointment with my dentist <laughs> so oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dentist and the orthodontist yeah you know I I've, I've been really wanting to just like get like a, a natural doctor because I feel like like you said a lot of things have to do with each other and I feel like even though there's those papers I feel like a lot of times doctors because you go to so many doctors I feel like they're missing the key parts of a puzzle and I feel like a lot of times you go to the doctor and you tell her my stomach hurts and they're like oh you have a little bit of gas here take a pill and then you go somewhere else and they're like you have this problem take this pill and then you're taking so many pills and you have many problems that could all be related that's why I've been kind of really wanting to maybe find a natural doctor that treats just your whole body are those like the holistic the holistic doctors is that what they're called um I don't know. My mom's the one that basically told me about it. It's like there's doctors that are that are like doctor doctors, but they 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 treat you in a more like natural way first. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, they're actual doctors. Like they can prescribe medicine too if they need to. But I just I feel like a lot of times it's become a habit for doctors to treat a symptom or a body part and they don't click how everything fits in together. Which is why a lot of times I I'll tell my sister about like what's what's going on because she's studying all that and then she'll sometimes see connections and she'll be like oh I really think you should see this type of doctor there's so many doctors and I know like you you pass papers on from one doctor to another but sometimes I wonder if like they're really taking that type of stuff into consideration when you were feeling bad um the other day and I had you basically talk to my sister she was like trying to figure it out and she would ask you like a million questions and she's always asking like all the details of all the things which I've never had any doctor ask me that many details that she always And honestly, me. I really liked that. So she's going to be a good doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm always like you need to be my doctor. And then um and then when you went to the hospital and they told you she was like, "Oh, but she didn't tell me that." I don't know. There was some some key thing that like I hadn't told her or you hadn't told her and I was like, "Oh, yeah." And then I was like, you see, like, sometimes one little missing piece is so important. She was like, oh, I could have told her that if I would have known X thing. I don't remember what it was. But so, like, that's what I mean. Like, and and I have and I've gone to, like, the gynecologist, this gynecologist I used to go to. She, I've, I've had problems where they won't send the papers. Like, I'll ask, I'll call three, four times. I'll call when I'm at the office and they'll don't send the papers. And then you're, you have your appointment. What are you supposed to do? Like, they're not going to sit there and wait for the papers. So... So, yeah, I mean... <sighs> Women's health, though, let me tell you. There's so much to learn, and <sighs> I I think that's another downfall of women's health is, like, your location. Or, I don't know if that makes sense, but, like, for example, here in Tallahassee, there's not... We literally have two hospitals, and they're... I don't want to poop on it, but they're both not the best. And... Oh. <laughs> Actually, we prefer going to one over the other um, because it's just quicker to go to that other one. And actually, that one does have pretty good doctors. I've had experience with that, so I shouldn't say that. But it's because it's such a small town, there's only so many doctors to go to. And so, like, mm. there's only so many gynecologists to go to because it's so small that 
there's maybe like four or five. Wow. I hadn't thought about that because I live in a big city. So there's a lot. (laughs) There's a lot here. Yeah. And so then like not enough of a specialist because um, back in November when I was having the stomach issues um, at my job, one of my one of the people that I worked with, they were like, oh, if you don't feel like you're getting the answers you want, you should go to Gainesville and because like obviously Gainesville, they have UF, which is like one of the best medical schools here in the state or I think it might be I don't know but they obviously have more doctors and they have like a really good hospital so she was like we ended up because she was like yeah my daughter was having stomach issues and like we kept going to specialists here and I just felt because here in Tallahassee there's only two gastro uh, I need to learn how to say the tummy doctors and there's only two like gastroenterologist (laughs) yes there's only two of them here not two doctors but like two facilities that help treat that she was saying that they didn't get the answers they were looking for so that she had to go all the way to Gainesville which is like two and a half hours away and that's where they got like a specialist and they were able to help but then I was like the fact that we have and that's That's crazy like so you have to go two and a half hours away that's really crazy. Especially because it's the freaking capital, you would think. But that goes all the way to politics, and that's for another topic. I guess there's a lot of benefits and with uh, and bad fires to living in a small town. Just like the same thing with a city. On the other hand, another crazy thing that happened basically five minutes ago. <laughs> my friend, one of my roommates from Tallahassee, just texted me that she just bought a house. <laughs> and I'm like holy bananas this is crazy i'm over here like contemplating like tiny things and this girl just went and bought herself a house that's crazy that's a big achievement i think it's something that it's either something that's like popular right now because i have a friend who also bought a house i don't know if the market right now is good to buy a house or something but well it's probably it's probably like pretty cheap right now (laughs) yeah it's also like it's such a commitment. I like the idea. I do want to be a homeowner one day, but not right now because I don't want, I don't know where I want to be forever in a, like buying a house. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a, yeah, it's kind of a, like a, like an anchor. It, it is. Stay in a place. And some people may say, oh, but you don't have to live there forever. But no, but like, if you're going to be paying a mortgage, that's kind of forever. <laughs> so, well, at least until you pay it off. I know that this is a popular, popular thing going around because I know I see a lot of memes of this does it feel knowing that a friend that you know that's around the same age I'm assuming she's the same age as you um as us and is it weird seeing friends do grown-up things like getting married or buying a house it is it is a little strange because it like it basically reminds you of how little you've achieved that you've wanted to because let me tell you, as a Hispanic, it's not strange to have moved back home, but I know that, like, for Americans, sometimes it's strange to, like, graduate and move back home. I definitely did not want to move back home, but it's an op- it was an option, and I'm lucky that I had that option because I don't have to be paying rent right now. So I can focus on other areas of my life, and I think that is nice. Also, Miami is hella expensive, <laughs> but, but I have a lot of friends who have moved to new places. Um, my cousin recently moved to, I believe north carolina with her 
boyfriend. So they're living over there. And I'm like, that's so crazy to move to a whole new place, um, even if it's with a person. I mean, we, we used to talk about moving to New York. And you remember how I would freak out a lot. <laughs> I, yeah. And, and at least I know New York. I don't know if she had been that many times to North Carolina. But it's crazy to me. And I mean, she luckily she got a job before moving there. So at least she had that mm-hmm. security. But it's still strange because... At least for me, I've lived here for so long. And, like, so when you're in college, you're in Tallahassee because you're in college. But, like, just to move to a brand new place, I I don't even know, like, how you make friends. Because <laughs> in college, yeah, okay, in college it is hard to make friends. But you meet them eventually. Like, you'll meet them at a bar or something. But here, and as a grown-up, like, it's kind of normally you don't really I haven't really seen that you don't really make that close of friends with people at work. I have maybe one or two friends that I would go outside of work with them like I can't think of a way to make good friends in a new town it is crazy uh none of my friends are getting married yet well I have a roommate but she was a little bit older and also she had like been with this guy forever so it was something that you kind of just see coming in my opinion and she's also back in her small town and like it was always kind of like in her plans but if any of my really, really close friends that I've known since, like, high school got engaged right now, that would be pretty crazy to me. It's weird. I'm kind of in a in a boat kind of like that. And it's just, it's so weird that even though I don't feel like a grown-up, like a grown-up grown-up, like, I know I'm, I'm not a child, and I don't think I'm a child, but I also don't think I'm, like, a grown-up. I don't know if that makes sense, but... We're, we're baby grown-ups. <laughs> we're baby grown-ups. New adults, and, as the genre yes. would say. <laughs> <laughs> and it just feels, like, odd. Like, I know I'm 25, and there's people who have kids and who are, who are getting married and who, who are buying houses, and I'm just like, I don't feel mature enough to be having a child, to be committing to someone for the rest of my life, to pay a mortgage for the rest of my oh, life. Yeah. Like... I also think it has to do with, like, I wasn't a crazy child. I don't have a lot of experience in mm-hmm, that me department. Like, I had fun in college, but I didn't. I wasn't out partying every single night, getting drunk, and, like, now I'm, like, oh, I'm kind of calm and I want to do regular stuff. Like, I still kind of want to go party. Not go crazy for it, but, like... Do you think you think that plays against us? Because I was kind of a... I've always been a regular child like that. I never really was, like, let me go party every night and hook up with random guys and do all these things. And I never was, like... I never saw it as something I wanted to do. I didn't see the the like the appeal in that. But I'm like, did you need to like go through a really rough time like that to like really feel the difference of being a grown up? Because I feel like ever since I was like 18 or 19, like nothing has really changed. I still feel the exact same. <laughs> like, That's what I always wonder. Because like I never did any like drugs or anything. So I'm like, did I have same. to do drugs to like <laughs> to feel I don't know, I feel like, like do you have to like yeah, like, is it important to, like, really hit, like, a rock bottom as, like, a human being to, to be, be like, like, I'm a grown-up now who has responsibilities? Because I kind of just was always responsible and, like, a good person. <laughs> I don't know. Man, we suck. We have, why do we have to be responsible? <laughs> I want to be irresponsible. <laughs> like, but, yeah, I feel the same way. It's odd that I remember last year I was spending so much money on baby gifts, like, baby shower gifts, first birthdays this year and doing like photography for my friend's kids and um it's just it's crazy to think and like there's no other word besides like wow like I have friends who are doing things that are grown up and and what's scarier is like like 
I'm going to be doing that one day. My entire life is going to be revolving around children, like my own. And as I was driving, I was like, I'm not ready for that. (laughs) Like, And not that I have to do that right now, but it's crazy. Well, I actually, I was, I was looking through an album the other day and my mom, I was looking at my mom, like it was my album when I was little and I was thinking about how crazy it was that my mom's there and you see her with her two kids and stuff. And I'm like, she was 23 and she had two kids. She was married. And I was just thinking about how crazy that is because I'm 25 (laughs) and I cannot imagine. I can't, I can't imagine that right now. And I don't know if like, I know like things have kind of shifted because before my mom's not that old, she's like 48. So it's not like I can tell you like so long ago, but, but things have shifted because back then it was still kind of like, People would still get married young. And I feel like now, even though, like, I do see a lot of people get married young, but I've mostly seen that with, like, really, really Christian, re- religiously Christian people. Because I guess it's, like, in their religion or in their beliefs. I'm not sure what the reason is. But um, most people right now, like, I feel like they get married older and they, and they, they just, like, kind of focus on their career and then they get married. Um, downside is that you have to pay for your own wedding except apart from your parents, but, but it's, it's kind of strange because for me right now, thinking of my mom having two kids at 23 already is r- ridiculously crazy right now because I can't think of having a kid right now. I can't even think of having a dog right now. <laughs> like, I kind of take care of our family dog, but I can't think of having my own dog right now. <laughs> Actually, I want my own dog. I want to get my own dog. Um, I was thinking of maybe I should get a cat, but I don't know if I'm a cat person. No, I don't like cats. <laughs> Yeah. The only reason I think I would be a cat person, actually, I don't know why I would think I'm a cat person. I think it's because the other day I was watching like someone who got a cat and I was like, oh, I want a cat now. And But then I thought about it and I'm like, I just like that dogs are needy. So, Well, I don't know, but, but having a pet is kind of, it's expensive. So it's expensive. I can't, I can't yeah. pay for that right now. But yeah, there, I wouldn't did get you know, one right now. Did you know there's, uh, there's this girl from like England that I follow on Instagram and She's a writer, but she did this thing like a year ago called an au pair or something like that. And I had never heard of it, but it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, I was like, that's really cool. And I feel like it sounds like something you would love to do because you basically like interview with families around the world and you like go and you babysit uh, certain kids for like a year Mm -hmm. or however long you decide, but you babysit them. So you stay at this people's house basically for free. Yeah. uh, And you babysit their kids and then you could travel. And this girl did it for a year and she was talking about how like it was like the best experience of her life. And she did she came to like um, somewhere in America, Delaware, Iowa or somewhere like that. She was talking about it. And I was telling my sister like, that's crazy. And it sounds really cool, but also like sounds really crazy to me. Um, I don't know. I've never my dad always tells me because I used to be able to fly for free. And he would always tell me just, you know, fly to this place or that place. But I like I said, I'm. I've always been like kind of responsible so I've always thought it was crazy to just like fly to a random place and like live there for a little bit and figure it out I get really stressed when I have to just figure things out and I don't have like anywhere to put my feet on the ground I don't know I think it's crazy (laughs) well let me tell you it's freaking scary because I'm gonna do that in September so it is scary I don't know I kind of want to travel a lot um yeah I kind of wanted to I was talking to a friend of mine um 
And I think the conversation came up because we've been in quarantine and we just want to get out Mm -hmm. and do something. So I think that's why this conversation went this way. But it wasn't a bad idea. And we were talking about like, what's it called? There's like a specific, oh, it's called van life, which is like you get a van and you, or an RV, but mostly it's vans and you like redo it. So you add like a little kitchen in there and you just kind of drive around everywhere and stay at campsite you live in a van and we were talking about it and i don't know we got we convinced ourselves by the end of the conversation that we should save money rent a van or buy a van together pimp it out and go to every state because like she really wants to go to all the states before she travels to like outside of the states i would i've been wanting to see this like more of the states because i've i I know i want to visit every state Mm -hmm. and so yeah so we were talking about like oh maybe when i don't know we were trying to like when i said we had like a full-on plan i mean we had a full-on plan i don't think we meant it but it did stick in the back of my mind like this is actually a pretty good plan and we were talking about how like maybe since i'm going to be going to la for about a month i was thinking of like going and then on my way back getting a van here because it'll probably be a lot cheaper here in Tallahassee and the plan was to travel to every state and I've always dreamed of going to every national park here in the United States and I've only been to one I think I've only been to one I might have been to two but the only one I know that I've been to I don't know I don't know if I've ever been to one which one have you been to uh the Smoky Mountains that's the only one I've been to I didn't even do anything like cool i we just drove into the smoky mountains like the drive one um in Asheville, north carolina but i want to i i say i want to do the hiking version but i know myself and i know that's not gonna happen because i fucking suck at hiking and if anyone ever invites me to go hiking and i said yes please disinvite me because i am the worst person to go hiking with and (laughs) (laughs) i (laughs) because i don't know like the same with the van i'm thinking like I am not, I don't like camping or sleeping in uncomfortable uh-huh. beds because I have back problems. And anytime I sleep anywhere that is not a normal, comfortable bed, even sometimes when I sleep in like some hotel beds, yeah. it like hurts my back a lot. So I'm like trying to think of like me sleeping in a van for that long. And I'm like, I don't know, it doesn't sound like me. <laughs> Never been. <laughs> it's really cool. Like people, people like pimp them out. All right. If you get a chance, you know, I'm into YouTube. I, there's a YouTube, this is where the, the idea came from because I, we were talking about a YouTube family not a family a couple who are, who did this they used to travel the world and for four years they had been traveling to different countries and they like don't have a home like they never paid mortgage they literally got married and then went on their honeymoon was to travel the world and they had enough money because they didn't pay mortgage and they didn't have a car to pay for so like all of their money literally went to that because of covid 19 um i think now i've make, seen this i've seen those pimped out vans they look really nice they are they're really nice and like this couple travels uh well they haven't started yet but they like just bought a van because they have to stay in the states right now with um covid and they were like but we still want to travel because we don't have a home and we're not going to pay an airbnb all the time so they bought a van and they they bought one that was already done from someone else who used to do it but they're like redoing it and i've been watching their videos but I don't know, like, that's literally where the conversation started with me and my friend about how she really wants to do it. Um, and I would love to, like, be a little mosca and, like, 
despegarme and do the same thing because like a fly on the wall <laughs> i want to be a fly and just there because like honestly this is how we hyped each other up i was like there's nothing holding us back we don't have kids we don't have boyfriends we don't have a job right now that's like need us and mm-hmm. so i don't know i don't think it's gonna happen but it might happen it all depends on how la sometimes works. i feel like it's i feel like it's one problem after the other because like for example when my dad would be like why don't you fly to a random place go to germany go to this place and i'm like i want to do that and i can't do that because i don't have a job but then i don't have a job so i don't have money <laughs> exactly <laughs> so it's like fuck <laughs> and then it's like you get a job but then now you can't leave the job because yeah. you <laughs> won't have a job so it's like kind of like a double-edged sword <laughs> yeah you know what i really want to do when hopefully this all comes down and traveling is a little bit safer um i still want us to take that new york trip even if it's just a weekend i really Let's want us do to do it. it like when all of this covid stuff like I would be kind of scared of going to New York right now um, with COVID. Yeah. Um, I think things are relaxed, but still. Also, it's, it's they're a lot. making anybody right now because Florida's doing so bad COVID wise. Uh, the mayor in, in New York said that anybody that visits yeah. from Florida, I imagine, has to uh, be in quarantine for two weeks. So yeah. Going so for a weekend might not be. Yeah. The best and part. everything's so much more spread out because I had someone ask me, like, oh, well, you're scared of going to New York, but you're not scared of moving to LA. And I was like, yeah, but like, in New York, you're it's more claustrophobic because most people don't drive around in a car. They use public transportation. Where in LA, yeah. you're in a car, so there's still like yes, it's still as dangerous like with COVID and stuff. But there's a little more space to kind of yeah. No, New York. Yeah, like when I went one time and I was uh, helping with a production assistant job and I was like, it was like a whole weekend and I was going back and forth in the metro and even then when there was no COVID and like we didn't know about any of this because this was more than, a, it was like two years ago and I always felt so dirty because I was always in the metro and there's mm-hmm. so many people and you sit down and imagine like now with COVID, like the metro, every like public transportation place is full like inside the metro, outside the metro, in the waiting areas where you pay in the, in the streets, in the coffee shops, everything's packed, everything and I mean that's isn't that kind of part of the appeal of New York that's a busy, yeah night that uh, the city that never sleeps right, yeah and 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 it's like crazy because like technically this virus won't ever really go away it'll just become a more normalized thing like the flu, um but yeah. it's still I don't know it's I've still a I've been, thing I've been struggling with that because I really want things to be back to normal but I'm mm-hmm. also like I don't know if they ever will be back to normal so I'm just also yeah. trying to like tell my mind to like stop thinking about what i want normal to be and just wear my mask and like enjoy the moment basically um i've been um yeah so i've been balancing between cleaning up my room like little by little um running i've been hanging out with my boyfriend at nighttime and then I've been watching TV whenever I can or reading. Right, I just started a show on Netflix. I think it's new. It's really good though. It got me kind of hooked. It's called The Order, and I wasn't sure about starting it because I was like, "Oh, looks like it could be a little scary." Um, but I was like, "Oh, let me just start it. If I get scared, I'll stop." And it's really good. There's a lot going on. Um, but but I'm not sure. Like, it reminds me of a show I used to watch called Hemlock Grove. I don't know if you ever saw it, because I feel like a lot of people don't know about that show. But that show was a little more creepy. But 
But it's just like there's a lot of mystical things going on. And there's a little bit of magic. There's some werewolves. But it's like different. The way it's done is different, which I like. And it's, I don't know, it's interesting. It's interesting. I really like it so far. I've been, as far as TV goes, I, um, I've been watching um, The Bold Type because it's on right now, but also The 100 because that final season is on. Um, <laughs> but honestly, the thing that's been keeping me, this is what I wake up and I do. And when I have free time, I do, which I have a lot of free time right now. I've been playing a game called Animal Crossing. Oh, everybody's obsessed with that game. Oh, I'm obsessed with the game. And <laughs> it's so bad. I like restarted the game because it's so it's so cute. And I was reading an article and it, it was saying that a lot of people with anxiety like that game because you finish small tasks in the game and it feels like you accomplish something. They're so cute. And I want this one villager named Ketchup. And he's so cute. Ketchup? And I haven't found... Yes, he's a little duck and he's red like a tomato and has a little like tomato leaf on his head. Or her, I think it's a girl. It's such a cute name, like Ketchup. I want this one too named Cheddar and he's like a little mouse. And nobody likes him because he's supposed to be, like, a sassy, like, male character who's, like, a bit of an asshole. But I want him for those reasons. But that's been my life. I've literally been on Animal Crossing. Um, I've been reading. Not really. I've been trying to read. I don't feel like I've had too much time lately. Th- time's going by really quick. And I, I feel it does. like I have so much to do. And I don't have time to do anything. So I feel like in that regard, it's not like I'm finding it hard to distract myself because there's so little time to do everything. But... Um, well, in that note, we have a couple announcements. Yes. Which one are we doing first? Because I don't know. Um, the LA one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I kind of mentioned it earlier, but, um, yes, I will be moving so far. If everything goes well, I'll be moving to LA in September. Um, the only thing that would change that plan is if COVID is still real like if things are still shut down in LA okay or if things get yeah, worse yeah if things get worse or if cuz i think right now they're shut down up until august which is like right at right at the obviously really close but if anything i'll just push it back instead of not going like i'll just move it to october but right now hopefully in september i will be moving to LA um Testing out LA, I should say. Moving sounds permanent. I'll be testing out LA yeah. for a month and just seeing <laughs> kind of like what's up with LA. Um, never been, yeah. so it'll be fun. Which I'm so excited for you, and also I think it's crazy. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. I keep telling myself, are you really doing it? But yes. Um, and also, I guess the second announcement was season two. What? <laughs> yeah, so we're going to be wrapping up the this season with the next episode episode 12 is going to be the last episode of this season and we'll talk about more about the details about that in the next episode but we wanted to bring it up um so you guys are aware to kind of prepare you to kind not just to be like next episode like surprise we wanted to be we want to give you kind of like some time to um know that next episode will be our last episode for season one but not our last episode for the podcast just for season one 
Um, and we'll talk, I don't want to go into like what we've learned and stuff. I want to leave that for next one, but yes, we will be back and we'll tell you when we'll be back in the next episode. Um, but a lot of, a lot yeah, of no, we'll, we'll, we'll go into all the details yeah. about, of all of that, that next episode. Gonna, yeah. But, but it's, we just want to let you guys know so you guys can prepare. Not that we think our podcast is the most the important most... thing in your life, but if it is. Tell us cause sorry. we want to know. <laughs> <laughs> But we yeah. just had very different reactions. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, I think that's good. Um, let us know if you guys like the chatty episode. We're trying to take as much feedback as possible. We'll have a more structured one for next week. And that's something we definitely want feedback on for season two. Is like, do you prefer the structured ones? Do you prefer these that are more just us kind of talking? Yeah. Um, well, we're talking all of them, but like usually we try to pick like a topic to stay on because because we can just talk all yeah, day we can and go that. off topic all the time <laughs> um do you like yeah do you guys like a mix of these maybe one structured one on uh yeah and we're excited we'll we'll definitely give you more details on season two and everything next episode yeah. but so we'll see you guys thanks for listening yeah, thanks for listening remember again to do uh to subscribe and like our show if you really like it so that not only so that we have more of a following but so that if for any reason you you don't listen to the next episode you'll know when season two is coming you can also follow us mm-hmm. on instagram um and that and that's another place where you can find out more information yeah so follow us in at sounds nice podcast on instagram i think we also have a facebook and Twitter, I believe. Um, so follow us there. We're always open for feedback. And um, see you guys next Tuesday. Okay. Sounds nice. Bye. How so- oh, wait. <laughs> Sounds nice. <laughs>